0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 5-Minute Drill. I'm your host, Simran Sandhu, and today I'm joined by Jason Gilbert, who's the Executive Vice President and Chief Nurse Executive at IU Health, which is the largest hospital and physician network in Indiana. So with that in mind, thank you for joining us today, Jason.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Of course. Now, to start things off, could you walk me through what IU Health screening, testing, and treatment processes have looked like over the past few months?
1: Sure. So um, we had to sort of build these things because they didn't exist. And as we got the first wave of patients, we set up a system incident command system that really helped to coordinate our actions throughout our response. So our incident command in a short period of time made about 180 key decisions to change our existing policies, protocols, and guidelines, which really helped us to respond effectively to the surge of patients. So For screening, one of the first things we did was a quick effort. We got a virtual hub that um, was up and running in two days. Uh, To date, we've done more than 40,000 virtual screenings. Um, So this has helped um, screen effectively. And then so our own testing launched on March 20th. Um, Through the IU Health Pathology Lab, Um, when we launched, we could do about 800 tests per day. Uh, Currently, we're doing about 1,200 tests per day, and our turnaround times average less than 24 hours. Uh, We're continuing to expand this, and hope to be at about 5,000 tests per day by late summer. And then, for treatment to really effectively treat infected patients, we um, had to do some quick work to expand negative pressure rooms um, and to increase our ICU capacity. Um, We did things like building separate entrances that are EDs for who were suspected of infection. Uh, we worked very hard to secure supplies and our equipment necessary in a very quick manner. And we really worked around the clock to ensure that our teams had what they needed to care for patients. And then for the, um, the wave of patients that came, we um, redeployed hundreds of staff and team members to respond to the pandemic. And uh, we did daily communications with our 34,000 team members just to keep them informed of the com- constant changes in practice.
0: I think that's great to hear, especially given how important these processes are, but something that I haven't heard much about recently is what the treatment or hospital experience has been for patients who suffer from unrelated illnesses such as cancer. So I would love to hear more about what that's looked like and whether IU Health has been able to provide adequate treatment for these patients.
1: Yeah. So the short answer is yes. So we have continued to treat patients for urgent and emergent care throughout the pandemic period. So each case was really evaluated for risk and benefit of treatment. So for certain patients, like those that you specifically mentioned that were are immunocompromised, such as cancer patients, um, we established different processes to care for them, like drive up lab services. Um, so we had these at the Simon Cancer Center downtown, and then at North Hospital Schwartz Cancer Center, so things like critical blood draws can be taken uh, from patients waiting in their cars, so they didn't have to come in for the risk of exposure. And then we also greatly expanded our use of telehealth services and other types of virtual care to keep caring for patients safely uh, with mental exposure to uh, COVID-19 uh, throughout this period.
0: Right. And I imagine that's been really effective. So hopefully things calm down, but there's still a huge risk of a potential second wave of COVID-19 cases. So with that in mind, has IU Health begun to prepare for this possibility?
1: So I would say thankfully the work that we did early on has sort of helped inform our uh, playbook, if you will, for our policies and procedures, which will guide our actions and uh, to patient care, as well as for the safety of our team members. So we're continuing to build up our stocks of PPE and equipment to be assured that we have ample supplies of critical materials if this uh, does come back again. And then uh, we're continuing to do scenario planning um, through some predictive analytics and do drills of uh, different scenarios on at least a monthly basis to really test our capabilities and readiness. So in short, we feel ready for another wave should that occur, hoping that it does not.
0: Understood. So I want to switch gears here and talk about healthcare workers who've been risking their lives to come in and treat patients, and I want to ask you, what are things IU Health is doing to prioritize their
1: safety? Yeah, so first let me say how exceptionally proud I am of our, um, our team of clinical professionals and how they've responded to this crisis and how they've approached caring for both our patients and each other. Um, This is something that no one has done in their careers before, and their efforts have been remarkable. Um, And the things that they've done all throughout this period has really changed me as a person, and I could not be more proud to work in healthcare or to be a nurse because of our team. So I will say that safety of our team members was an is um, one of our highest priorities. So our first priority um, when this emerged was to secure PPE and the equipment that was needed. Um, So these were things like providing um, showers on site and scrubs that were laundered at the hospital so team members didn't have to worry if they were carrying something home to their family members. Uh, We really offered them the option to stay in hotels near their places of work if they were exhausted from a long shift or if they had family members at home that they were worried about going home to. Uh, We provided uh, pop-up childcare centers at multiple locations for as schools and daycares closed. We also did pay continuation programs, so that is meant for us no layoffs or furloughs um, and that our team could really rely on their paycheck throughout this crisis. And if team members um, did get sick, they would also continue to get paid aid um throughout our system I'm very proud to say that very few of our team members have been confirmed positive for the coronavirus and then um, we've had things like rounders in place who are trained in the most recent PPE use and infection prevention standards so they've rounded on our team members this has really helped us to be quick and agile in responding to the safety needs of our team members
0: great well thank you very much for your time Jason I believe a lot of people will be glad to hear all of the work iu health is doing to effectively treat patients and keep workers safe my pleasure thank you Absolutely. And that wraps up the five-minute drill for this week. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.